Now, um, I had a interesting class today, and I think it's it's um, you know I always try to talk about something that I think people sort of get. And what I was talking about was that organizational theory, organizational design is really about maximizing human potential. Um, it's actually very, I personally view it, I don't have a very, um, I have a distaste, to be honest, to view performance in terms of financial performance or any particular objective form of performance. I have a real bit, and you probably have already picked that up. But I was talking about how organizational design and organizational theory is is, is maximizing human potential. And knowing that, or realizing that, um, how you get signals of human potential is when people feel dissatisfied. Um, people have you know, mental health issues, they have stress, um, you know, things. So if you, if you feel unfulfilled, um, it doesn't, you know, with, with organized organizations or, you know, individuals that are in organizations, it doesn't manifest itself as like, warning, you know, it's not this big sort of sign that says people are unhappy or um, you need to make a change. It doesn't work that way. The way it actually works is that you have subtle things where people are um, stressed. So they might have, you know, maybe they start telling you how they're having problems at home. Um, maybe they start telling you that um, they're having difficulty eating um, or sleeping. Maybe they start telling you that they're working far too much. Maybe they, um, you start having drama within, within your organization. Maybe um, people go silent a lot. That's a really big response for a ton of people. If they're upset, they go silent. Um, and they just simply go into compliance mode. Um, you know, any of those moments where you could feel that there's something not right that's going on usually is a red flag that there needs to be, you know, various different changes within an organization, whether it's a change of managers um, or change of organizational structure. You know, that those are are really important things that we need to discuss and be open about. And um, I personally think that our literature on organizational theory, uh, organizational design is getting better. Um, organizational theory in particularly is getting better. Organizational design is still pretty, um, you know, that literature is pretty still cut and dry and performance focused. Unfortunately, I think a lot of the sort of careers literature and in those, um, you know, uh, HR sort of literature is very career focused and only focused on performance. Um, and we're we need to have a more of an open open conversation where we need to openly talk about um, mental disorders within organizations in various different ways. Um, you know, how people are dealing with 
um, social anxiety within organization or anxiety or stress, you know, depression, all of those things, um, you know, work family life issues and start moving away from viewing organizations as, as sort of maximizing perform financial performance or salaries or whatever you're, you're thinking about. That's, that's a part of it. That is, that's 60% of it, right? Because if you maximize um, salaries and you maximize performance of the organization, you can spend on different resources um, and things will do pretty well from that. There's, you know, it's pretty cut and dry that, that that is an important part, but the 40% that you're focused on, are people truly happy? Um, or do they feel fulfilled within your organization? Are they, are they going silent? Are they, um, are they, are they smiling and enjoying themselves? You know, that is such a huge factor that is underappreciated. And I wish that we would do more research where we would go into organizations and count the number of smiles. I know that I've mentioned things like that before and how it seems ridiculous, but nobody has done that kind of stuff. Um, and that's super important. I think we need to start saying, Hey, um, we're not financial maximizing entities. <laughs> we are a bit, you know, 60% of our life, I would say that that is an important component, but the other 40% or even more than that 50%, you know, is really focused on, am I living a good life? Am I happy? Um, am I encouraged? Am I self-actualized, right? If you think of um, uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, th those things are way important and yet they're so underrated. They're so undervalued. And I think the next couple decades, that we're, we're going to really start seeing this. Um, I know that in mainstream businesses, we're already talking about that. That's actually really very central to mainstream business right now. That's not a new thing. But in terms of, you know, how we're researching things, in terms of, um, you know, what, what we want to encourage in the classroom, you know, in terms of businesses, I don't think we're there yet. Um, I, I think we're, we're a little behind the times with that in terms of, you know, the research, the, what we want to teach the stuff that I'm teaching right now, it seems so like left field, um, in the sense that, you know, I'm, I'm talking about maximizing human potential. It's almost going back to like old, really old literature and more of, um, you know, really, in a lot of ways, sort of coming coming back a lot, right? you know, decades and decades, sort of looking at some of that stuff um, and, and taking a step back. I think that's a, it's high time that we start looking at these different metrics. It's high time that we start um, quantifying some of them, because I think we can um, with the sort of analytics that we have available. And it's a high time that we start teaching about this and making it more central to the conversation that, um, you know, 
financial performance is only going to get you so far. And that doesn't build, that does not build culture within the, you know, financial performance. It can, it can, it can build the culture of whatever you want it to be, but it doesn't give you any insight in what that what it should be. Um, you know, it doesn't tell you what, how people should interact. Um, it doesn't tell you what you value. You know, all these kind of things are so important and yet they're so downplayed um, in the, the management literature, you know, strategy literature in particular, you know, in, in calling it, calling it out at this moment that I think we can go a long ways with that. Um, and we can start pushing some of these questions and, um, you know, really talking about some of these more fluffy you know, what, what I would consider fluffy sort of, uh, Rudy, you know, <laughs> kind of lighter stuff, but actually are actually at the center of what it means to run an effective organization. In my view, um, is when you can bring in an effective organization, in my view, um, allows people to be completely um, fulfilled and um, that they feel that they, every, or, every individual feels that they're maximized, their potential is maximized. Now, that comes in many different ways. Um, and that looks, that's very difficult to put your finger on. And I know people are really like flighty and, um, you know, people have different ideas of that. But, but that should take into account of that, right? Like at, at the end of the day, people should feel like they're fulfilling what they really, really want to do. And if the organization that you're part of is not allowing you to do that, Hey, that's a sign that, Hey, uh, maybe you should sort of move on. Um, or, or B, the organization's not doing its job and people should really feel that they are empowered um, that they are that they are being one hundred percent self actualized, and if we're not there yet, like this is this is a fundamental problem. If we're not there. It means organizations, um, and, and the science behind that, the foundational science behind that, is is not doing a good job. We're not we're not getting people to that moment where we can um, achieve things that that are, you know, inhumanly impossible without that organization. Um, you really need that. And I think that's super important. And I know that's like an idealistic view, um, but it's also a call that I think we can get to over the next decades and decades. I'm not a person that sort of looks at the next decade. I think, I think we should sort of look at, okay, where can we go in five decades from now and 50 years from now? What might that actually look like? And if we can get it to, we're giving people a good sense of um, 
what it means to be self-actualized, what it means to feel completely fulfilled, and then how do we actually achieve that? How do we get to the moment of what's the organization look like that allows you to do that? Um, it's a hard call. It's a really hard call, and it's a really complicated, messy process. But the older I get, the more I realize that that is actually where we should be going. We should not be thinking about uh, financial performance. That's a small portion of it. What we should be thinking about are people actually being fulfilled. And are they feeling... When they are dead, right? Like you can think of organizations as, as sort of empty, um, empty canisters, I guess, right? And you have an in, somebody, an organization, an individual coming or an individual going in the organization, the individual going out. You can think of sort of a process like that. And, you know, the organization should be that when you go in um, as an individual, you probably can be a little aimless, and a little kind of, you don't know what you want and all that kind of stuff. Like, like a, um, where you are as, as a regular human being. But then at the end of it, you should feel like, man, I just accomplished so much. And I feel so maximized. And I feel so um, amazing for being part of that. Um that's, I think, is a, is a really important thing that we need to emphasize. And I think that's that's where we need to go. Um, I don't think we'll get there anytime soon. But I think that's the vision that we need to start pushing um, and having conversation about that is what that looks like. Where what does it actually mean to live a good life? Um, and use organizations that allow you to get to the moment where you can live a good life. So hopefully you got something out of this. I know it's, it's fluffy, but I like fluffy. I like kind of weird stuff. I think that's where we actually learn a lot. So with that, um, have a good one. We'll see you on the next one.